we left something out of the show on Friday and it threw a bunch of people off. Uh, Jeff and I had two different productive Sundays, but um, mine involved the police. And Jeff is very concerned about a paper that I wrote in fourth grade. Actually, not concerned, shocked. This is your first episode of The Upside. Welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for... Oops. Today is Monday, November 13th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for all of the birthday well wishes that I receive. Text message, email, social media, all of it. And and one phone call. Somebody called you? Yeah. I don't even think I... I didn't call you. Who was it? It, it was great. It was my friend Jimmy. Aww. He called and he said, hey, uh, he says, for whatever reason, I only have about five birthdays in my life committed to memory. And for some reason, yours is one of them. And I thought that meant that I should give you a call. That's and so, so sweet. Yeah, so we caught up and talked and it was great. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Great American Cookie Cake. Yeah. That's what Jeff had for his birthday. And I don't eat it often. Like it's, it's something we get like once every five years. We don't eat it often, but when we eat it, we, we eat, an eat an entire cookie cake. cake in 48 hours. It is so good and it's consistently good and it always tastes the same. And I have so much respect for that because I feel like it's just a really hard thing to accomplish, but man, they nail it every time. And luckily Ellie picked out the cake that had the most icing. Yeah. Uh, I well, think I like shoved her away from just getting happy birthday daddy on the cake because there, there's not enough icing. I um, I know we talk so much about our love for Publix on this show and specifically the Publix bakery, but nobody, nobody does a cookie cake as good as this place is in the mall. The, no, no the one. Great American Cookie Company doesn't even come close. And everybody tries. Everybody, every grocery store has a bakery. I would wonder what Wegmans tastes like because I feel like Wegmans might be able to like. Mm, nope. You don't think so? No. I mean, I think they might be able to come close, but we I, we've got it before at Publix. We've that was not good. We've seen it in the bakery section, and we said, "Gosh, when's the last time we had a piece of cookie cake?" Let's get some of that. And it's just, it doesn't compare. No offense, Publix. But yeah, that was a great, that was a terrific birthday surprise because with Ellie's birthday being the week before, we were completely- Caked out. Regular caked out. I had zero desire to eat more cake. Yeah. So we went cookie cake, which it doesn't feel like a cake. It feels more like eating chocolate chip cookies, which is awesome. We um, left our one to 10 check-in out of Friday's show. It just slipped both of our Somebody minds. Somebody said, was that intentional? And I didn't even notice that we didn't do that. I must've been so excited about the show. And it was my fault because I put together the show schedule. You didn't notice. And then we just got to talking in the show and then we never. <laughs> we never did it. But the problem is uh, people who are listening are accustomed to that happening on Friday. So they so we got into the show and we were talking, I think we talked about my birthday and a couple of, you know, oh, and we did the um, recipe. We did that sweet recipe that, that kid doing her dad's or grandpa's eggnog yeah. recipe and mm-hmm. all that. And they got halfway through the show and they said, oh, maybe today's not Friday. Because, yeah. and so sorry for everybody that we screwed up. You know what I call that? Good branding. 
Yeah. There you go. Yep. Okay, our weekend recap. Jeff, how was your 50th well, do, birthday? Should we do our 1 to 10 check-in from last week? Oh, okay. Or no, we, we don't have to. I thought that's what we were doing because you wrote belated 1 to 10 check-in. Oh. If you want to do it, we can. Yeah, it was fine. It was I was an 8. You were an 8? Yeah. I would say probably the same. Okay. Um, now people are going to thinking that today's Friday. Yeah, today's not Friday. Nope, sorry, it's Monday. It's Monday. Welcome to Monday. Um, so we have, how was your birthday? It was fine. Our, our, our the, I, wa- I didn't want to do anything for my birthday, but I did. So I, I didn't, I, did, I didn't want to party. I didn't want to dinner with a bunch of people. I just wanted to hang with, with you and Ellie. But, because it was my 50th, I felt like something needed to happen. Mm-hmm. So all day I was trying to think of a, like, I, I was just scrolling through restaurants. Like, near, what do I want to do? Just to see if something popped. Oh, they're, they've got such a great whatever. Yeah. Baked ziti. That's where I want to go. And nothing jumped out at me. So we ended up going, we ran an errand. We had to go into Midtown Atlanta and pick something up. So we ran an errand to pick up uh, a sign for our studio. And then we came home and we did what I think is my favorite Friday night activity. We made family, we made homemade pizza. And then we had family movie night and we watched The Grinch for the second time this holiday season on the couch. Followed by a third time. That you watched The Grinch. Right. So we've watched Grinch three yeah. times so far. But uh, so Friday night, so my birthday was was homemade pizza and bag Caesar salad, which is which which was perfect. How did you feel about my non-gift gift? I thought your gift was great. I don't want to take it down. Callie wrote 50 little one-sentence love notes to me. Technically, she wrote 49 of them because Ellie found the 50th by the couch. So... There's 49 of them hanging up, and there's one stray one. Um, and I loved it. I don't want to, I, I'm probably going to have to take it down today or tomorrow, and it makes me sad. Yeah. We, oh. had, we agreed to have like a no-spending birthday, and just like we had no-spending um, anniversary, which it's is not, it's hard for me. That You got to change your thinking. It wasn't a no-spending. Because we, we went, went to Disney. To, we, we went, went to, to Walt Disney World. We were there on our birthday Anniversary. Or anniversary. I mean, we, we went to a fancy dinner while we were there, right? Yeah. And then, so you got to stop thinking that you didn't get me anything. Yeah. We were in Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then Sunday, we ran errands. And I am getting all sorts of random hate for how I handled my, my incident. Hate? So I was at Target. Are you getting hate for what happened or are you getting hate for the way you posted about it? Hate for, well, I'll tell you. Okay. So um, I was at Target, my local Target on Sunday and this woman starts screaming, he stole my purse, he stole my purse and she's chasing after a guy. And then, you know, they have um, like loss prevention officers and stuff like that. And there, there was one like right there. So she gets on the phone, which I'm assuming is calling 911. Right. But other than people being on their phones calling to report it and like talking to the woman about like, okay, what do you look like and what it, you know, who was it? And then somebody was like. You have to tell this story better for me because I don't think I have all the details. Okay. Did, Did you see the guy take the purse? No. Did you see the guy who was running with the purse? 
I thought that I did, but I think I saw the wrong person. I think I assumed it was the guy next to her. Um, but then somebody said five seconds later, they're going out the other door. So I think everybody thought it was like maybe a different store employee or somebody else that got stuck in like the place where they do the carts, you know? Okay. Like, but then somebody started screaming, there they go. They're running out that door. And there were what I assume were teenagers running out of the, cause it was one of those targets that has like two uh, doors on either side. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really know who it was, but I know the woman was like, he stole my purse. He stole my purse. And then the loss prevention officer was like calling the police. And, but what I said on my Instagram, I was like, it was so weird because it was, it was almost like a non-event, which I find very odd. Like everyone paused for a second. The woman was okay. The loss prevention officer and some target employees were on the phone doing whatever their protocol is. Sure. And then I kind of stood there. I'm in line. The checkout, the the cashier is still checking people out. Like it's, you know, like she's just going about her business to get people through. And I'm standing there thinking, am I supposed to do something? Like obviously the cops have been called. Like I don't need to, I'm not chasing down a robber eight months pregnant. Um, and then I'm like, am I safer inside or outside Seven. the store? I know you feel like you're seven. I do. You're only seven months pregnant. Um, <laughs> um, and we've we already screwed up the timing of things. We don't need people to think it's December. Oh yeah, when, yeah, yeah, true. Um, so I didn't know what to do, and I was kind of like, like paralyzed. Just like, what what am I supposed to do now? Because you want to help people, but is there anything productive that I could do at that point when the cops have been called and target employees are trained on how to handle it? Like I. I don't know. So how does this turn into internet hate? So what I said was, I just kind of froze and and my decision making was, do I leave or do I keep checking out? Because part of me was like, no, get the heck out of there. What if the guy's still in the store, has a gun, then I'm stuck here. And then the other part of me was like, well, if I leave and bail right now, what if he's in the parking lot, you know, and I'm yeah. by myself. So it felt safer to stay in the store and the cashier kept bringing me up. So I just stood there and like she rang up the dog food I had and then... And then I was careful when I left and made sure other people were walking out at the same time. But I got hate because everyone's like, you were, not everyone, a couple people, most people were saying that's the best thing to do is nothing, like to call the appropriate people. Yeah. But you don't chase someone down well, that's unless we, they're like kidnapping a child or hurting a person or, but over a purse, if they have a gun, like, is that worth it? I'm still trying to figure Probably out how you, how you got hate. So the hate was- Oh my God, I can't believe you stood there and did nothing. Like. What was I supposed to do? What would, what would they have, what did you respond to any of them? I, I responded to one. I was like, well, that's nice. The target employees were calling 911. Like what else? Maybe I made it sound on Instagram. Like I saw it, didn't say anything and no one helped the woman. Maybe I made it sound that way. But people, the target employees had it handled. Like, what am I supposed to do? To me, the weirdest part about the whole story is that a crime is committed and everybody just goes about their business. Like, it's not alarming. <laughs> right. It was so weird. But the woman wasn't hurt, which is fine. Like, it, it's awful. The, the authorities had been called and... And I didn't know what else to do. So I checked out and then I hung out for a minute to make sure that the chaos had like died down a little bit and they seemed like they had it handled. So I left. 
I, I, you must I mean, have, I don't know. You must have, I can't imagine anybody thinking that you of all, not you, per, but like in a crowded store that the woman who is seven months pregnant, right, who has <laughs> nothing to do with it is the one who should turn into Captain America. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, the, the, there's a loss prevention person. There's employees of the store. There's probably men there who are not pregnant. Right. right? So there's a lot of, if anybody, it's just funny to me that that's somebody's. And if she was hurt, like, you know, like they had it handled. If I saw someone get hurt, obviously I would, you know, say, hey, are if you If she okay? was running after them and twisted her ankle, then you might go over and. I totally would. Help her. Whatever. But it just seemed like it was handled. Yeah. It felt way weird to run out. And then I had someone that works at Lowe's message me and said, unfortunately, retail crime is so common that we're trained that it's not worth engaging with someone that's shoplifting or taking something like because we could be putting ourselves and all the customers in danger. I remember a few years ago, there was a story where a loss prevention person a guy went into a, I remember it was a Best Buy, and I'm going to get some of the details wrong, but the loss prevention guy was actually walking into the store and saw the dude running out with, and saw like another loss prevention person chasing him. Mm -hmm. So the guy just tripped him. That's smart. Right, and he's carrying a big screen TV or whatever. Right. And they arrested him, and the dude had done this at a hundred different, you know, right. every, every Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and whatever within a million. But uh, Best Buy still had to fire the guy. Because, oh, because he wasn't supposed to intervene? Right, because if the guy got hurt, he could still sue. I think that was the argument, that even the guy, even though the guy was committing it a was crime. It was like against his training and what the well, company was, said not to do. It was instinct. Right. Because the person was running after him. But I I think the liability, I think the reason they tell you to, or tell people to let them go is because if, let's say you're, let's say an, a Target employee chases this purse snatcher person mm -hmm. out the store and the guy runs out the door in a car just driving through the parking lot, runs the dude over. Yeah. Right? Then, right. Then that guy's family could possibly go back to Target and say, well, you were chasing him. Yeah. You chased him. You caused him to run into traffic. Yeah. Which is crazy. So now I feel like a little bit bad because I no. got like shamed online, but. You must have. I, I, th I th It must have been the way that I said yeah. it, like that I saw someone in need and everyone ignored it. So I was like, well, I'm just going to ignore it too. Like I'm not that person. I mean, a week ago I was talking about how I, in the same parking lot, saw a guy that I thought was creepy too close to a woman and I followed her to her car in my car so I could hit him with my car if he started acting up. Um, so, you know, that that is how I handle situations. Had I been in my car and see the guy running, I maybe, run I maybe I would've, I would've run him over. Um, but yeah, oops, I don't know. Or I'm glad she's okay. Well, my son, that happened. My Sunday errands were 180 degrees different. Oh, also, I kind of don't want to do errands without you now. I would maybe find a different Target. I feel like that's twice in one week. Yeah. And then I didn't even mention what Target it was on my Instagram. Someone messaged me and said, I was at the Target at, you know, fill, the fill in the blank. And I saw a guy grab this woman's arm. Like there was a, some sort of violent encounter. I don't know if the people knew each other, but it was the same Target. So I was like, 
And one of the employees said, I'm over this store. I'm over this store when that happened. So I'm like, oh, I don't think I should be going there by myself anymore. Yeah. And the thing about Target is there's a, a Target every 10 miles. Right. So it's you not like it's yeah. the only one. Right. Yeah. Uh, my Sunday errands were 180 degrees different because I had to go to Home Depot and buy $10 worth of stuff. And I have Ellie with me. And I, as I was checking out, I'm trying to, to swipe my phone on the thing. And the employee comes up and he says, sorry, we don't have Apple Pay. And I like said, today they don't have Apple Pay or in general, they just don't have it. They didn't have it. It did not. Once, once he said that, I looked and I didn't see the little scanner thing. So they just don't have Apple Pay as an option. Right. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that store. I don't know if it's Home Depot as a chain, but no Apple Pay. And I said, uh, Oh, okay. And then I reach for my wallet and realize that my wallet's actually in the center console of my car. Mm-hmm. And I say to the guy, Oh, I don't even have, I didn't even bring my wallet in with me. Can I leave these here, the things that I was buying, and come right back? And he says, Yeah, no problem. And before I could even step away from the cash register thing, a guy steps up. His name was Steve, and I know this because he said, don't worry about it, dude. I'll put it on my credit card, and you can just Venmo me. That's nice. Yeah, and I said, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, I've been there with a little one. I've been, I've done That's this. That's so nice. And I was like, cool. So he swiped his card and gave me his phone number, and his name was Steve, and that's the only reason I know his name. We didn't even, you know, introduce. Yeah. But we kind of had like a dad bonding bro thing. I love that. Yeah. So it was, and I thought, and I said to Ellie, "Do you know what that guy did? He made he made life so much easier for us because we didn't have to, you know. And you know what it's like. Anybody who has a toddler knows yeah. that parking lots are, you know, on a Sunday a thing, or yeah. a, a nightmare with a three. So I, it was just would have been a pain. I said that guy made life so much easier for us. That was so nice. We got to pay it forward. I was like, cool. She did you know. pay it forward? And no. <laughs> but I mean, not because it just no opportunity presented itself. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, but I will. But yeah. I thought that was really nice. That's so cool. I'm glad yours was the opposite of mine. We were over at uh, Callie's house on Callie's parents' house on Saturday, and Callie found a box that her dad had brought down from the attic with a bunch of old school stuff in it, including an essay that she wrote in. Fourth grade that she got a 94 on. First of all, it was not an essay. It was like a term paper. A project. You don't have term papers in fourth grade. You do. You don't. At fancy private schools, yes, you do. The project, the term paper, the thesis, the dissertation. Thank you. Whatever it was, was on fourth grade. So that puts you right about nine years old. Was on a poison gas attack that took place on the Tokyo subway system mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. You're nine years old. The one I the, cited Time Magazine. One of the the you open up the pro. It's like a ten page. Yeah, it's more than an essay. It was nine or ten pages with pictures. The first picture were people who had obviously been trampled leaving the subway as this poison gas filled it, all bloodied and whatever, and Mm -hmm. first responders Mm -hmm. applying bandages. 
to bloody people. Mm-hmm. And then you turn the page and you and I'm very proud of you for getting a 94. Thank you. My issue is with your teacher who assigned this to a nine-year-old. Okay, I have a couple things to say. First of all- And then your sister spoke up and she said, oh yeah, I did that project. Mine was on Columbine. So we had to pick a current event, like a news story or, you know, and that was the one that I apparently chose. And the reason this is not shocking to me is because one, term papers and like current events and reading time magazine and all of these things as a nine-year-old, not that crazy in the land of big city private schools. And I feel like there's two kinds of people that are listening right now. And the one is Jeff, who is like, that is insane. That is outrageous. That is too much for a nine-year-old. That is ridiculous. And there are other people going, oh yeah, yeah, that's about right. I did I did similar <laughs> similar but things. Like how many, I mean, it's just, it's, it's Atlanta private school standards. Like it's just semi-ridiculous. It makes me not want to send Ellie to a private school. Because she'll have to write term papers about it's Time Magazine. It's terrible. If you didn't write the term paper about Time Magazine. Like the man of the year, like if you wrote, the, like, I don't know who the man of the year was, but the, I can promise you there were a lot of current events that weren't mm-hmm. poison gas attacks in subway systems. Your first line was, uh, in on this day in April, scores of businessmen and women were on their way to the office one minute, and the next minute they were retching blood and, you know, trying to wipe poison gas from their eyes. <laughs> Fourth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as the temperature hit 40 degrees, Jeff made homemade chicken noodle soup and it was amazing. It was delicious. It is delicious because we have a ton of it left in the fridge. But one thing that I really, really love about it is it only takes two pans. And I'm a person who, when I cook, often makes the kitchen a disaster. So the the fewer things that have to be involved the better. And this is one soup pot and one frying pan. Now I'm going to tell you right now, um, we use caraway pans. That's not what I'm excited about. And I feel like the headline that I want to scream this week is caraway is giving us a 20% off discount, which they have never offered before. And I think it's for a limited time. So if you've had your eye on caraway, you've heard us talk about their non-toxic kitchenware. Um, now would be the time to buy it. Caraway non-toxic kitchenware features a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that there's no hard-to-pronounce chemicals which will get into your healthy ingredients and the cleanup is so easy. The food just glides right off the plate and it's gorgeous. They have amazing colors that fit in with whatever your design aesthetic is. I think I need to say that too when I talk about uh, the, the recipe only taking two pans. It's because when you finish cooking the vegetables in the skillet, you dump them in the soup, and then you can literally just wipe the the skillet out with a paper towel and move on to the next thing that you have to cook in there because it's that easy to clean and that nonstick. Super awesome. Okay, now listen up because the code is the same code that we've had, but the discount is different. I know that might be a little confusing, but hear me out. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for up to 20% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive 
good for our listeners and it's not going to last long. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10. That's getting you 20% off your next purchase. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. We all know that oil and water don't mix. We It was one of the first things that you learn in science class when you're a kid, right? Your science professor pours some oil and water in there and then they, one floats on top of the other and you think that's magic. Well, there's apparently some CBD companies who haven't really comprehended that lesson because they put their CBD in oil. And the human body is mostly water, which means you could be absorbing as low as 6% of what's on the label of the CBD that you are using right now. Next Evo Naturals has developed a water-soluble form of CBD. It's been clinically tested multiple times, which has proven to work faster and absorb four times better. So if you use CBD because you are feeling anxious or you're having trouble sleeping or whatever you use it for, you know you can know with Next Evo Naturals that exactly what dosage is on the bottle is what's going into your system and you're not going to be throwing your money away on some brand that says, yeah, we got so much CBD in here that just passes right through your system and doesn't have any impact. You can start to feel the effects and uh, and your body's going to start absorbing the next Evo CBD in just 10 minutes. Don't waste your time with oil-based CBD products that might not work. Upgrade to better natural solutions from Next Evo. Go to nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com. Use the code UPSIDE. You can get 25% off. That's nextevo.com, promo code UPSIDE for 25% off. I think I speak for all of us when I say we could use a little extra money, couldn't we? Yes, we all could. Times are tough right now. And Chime's online checking account is here to help you live your best life. With Chime's online checking account, you can enjoy lots of perks like fee-free overdrafts up to $200. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. And that is so helpful when money is tight. You can ditch the monthly fees. Chime has no monthly minimum balance or overdraft fees, and you have access to 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. Signing up for Chime takes minutes, so join the millions of other Chime members and sign up today. Get started at chime.com slash upside. That's chime, C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the pair. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. So we were talking about last week, I don't remember what day, we were talking about eggnog. And Jeff mentioned that Brad Nitz, a local meteorologist here, that we let our chief meteorologist here at WSB um, in Atlanta, either passionately loved or passionately hated eggnog. Now I texted his wife because I have her phone number and I said, this is the weirdest thing I've ever texted you, but does Brad passionately love or passionately hate eggnog? And she said, passionately hates. Hates it's the worst. Okay, good. Uh, that said, Jeff bought eggnog over the weekend so we could try it because neither one of us, have you had it? I have never had it. I have had it and I actually think I kind of a little bit like it. Now I can't drink much because it is raw egg. It's pasteurized. It's store-bought. You can drink it. If you like it, you could chug it. 
I, I, I think my prediction is that I'm going to think it's not worth the calories. Well, it is. Because it's it, so bad for you. Yeah, this container has four servings in this little pint container, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because who has ever had a, held a pint of anything and said, no, I'm going to drink this in four settings. Yeah, it's like maybe or, two. Orange juice, right. Not even. This is one. Yeah. You open this, you're drinking it. Yeah. Um, guess how many calories are in this bottle? 350? 700. Oh, my God. Okay. So <laughs> I pulled the recipe online. I pulled a five-star, 1,500-vote uh, recipe for eggnog. Okay. Um, eggnog is six egg yolks, a half cup of sugar, a cup of heavy cream, mm-hmm. two cups of whole milk, and then nutmeg. Salt, vanilla, and then you sprinkle cinnamon on top. Um, and the way you cook it, this is, is not a drink for the lactose intolerant. No, <laughs> you are going to be tooting. It's not going to be a silent night. <laughs> okay, so you combine the milk, the cream, the nutmeg, and the salt until it simmers. Then you. Whisk the egg yolks with the hot milk mixture one spoonful at a time. What a pain to temper the eggs because I guess if you don't, they'll cook up. Um, Oh, my God. That would be so gross. You've got like pieces of a fried egg in your egg nog. And then you just whisk it until it reaches 160 degrees. On a thermometer, and then you drink it. Now, I looked up, while you're pouring this, I looked up the history of eggnog because I was like, you know, feeling kind of like Kevin Gillespie, who knows everything about everything in in food. Um, And I found out that there's like all this controversy because no one really knows like when it happened. But British people who were rich, like milk, eggs, and figs were things that rich people had access to. So this was like, and sherry, apparently. And this was something that rich people drank you know, a toast to good fortune, so to speak. So it was like a luxury. Now Mayfield mass produces it and you can get it for like what, 236 a bottle or something yeah, it was like that. Yeah, three bucks or whatever. Um, it smells delicious. Does I, it? Let me hear. I have a feeling it's going to taste delicious. Um, I can promise you with that much effort, I will never make it homemade. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Doesn't it smell good? Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's kind of like. It's like a little bit. Of, it's, it tastes kind of like a melted milkshake. Melted vanilla shake, doesn't it? With some holiday cheer. It tastes like. No, don't tell people it's like a milkshake. It's not. That's the like consistency of a melted milkshake. But it's got a little like. Not minty. It, here's what it tastes like. It tastes like I just chewed some bubble gum. Oh, that's weird. It does. Isn't that weird? I was trying to put my finger on like what not, that taste was. Not but good gum. No, like the double bubble stuff that you would would the super flavorful bubble bubble gum. That's what it tastes like to me. That would be where the flavor would be gone forty five seconds after you start chewing yeah. it. That's so weird. Why does it taste like that? I don't know, but I am not wasting my calories on that. I would rather eat Great American Cookie Cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here are your three random things. For today, I feel bad that I said that Brad Nitz loved eggnog because I feel 
that's a character defining thing. And he hates <laughs> yeah, it. He passionately hates it. Yeah. And then his wife texted me after that and said, girl, do not waste your calories. It is disgusting. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm just tasting the bubble gum. Flavor. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Um, Apple TV has the exclusive rights to, or Apple rather, has the exclusive rights to a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving so you can only see it on Apple TV Plus. Is that something that you watched growing up? Yes. Oh, is it? And I was just talking, speaking of Kevin Gillespie, I was just talking to Kevin about how special the holiday specials used to be. Like I said, Ellie, we were talking about that. Well, because you would look up when they were in the TV guide. And then you plan on it. Yeah. And your whole family right. would watch It's a Great Pumpkin or A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or Rudolph, or Frosty, mm -hmm. or The Grinch. We've seen The Grinch 11... <laughs> the eggnog getting you? <laughs> eggnog. <laughs> Whew. Sorry. That. You good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, like a 10-minute later delayed reaction. The uh, We've already watched The Grinch half a dozen times. Yeah. Nor back in my day. So anyways, uh, Apple, if so if you... Are you what? Googling? <laughs> What was that so noise? Sorry. The eggnog, and I just have like really bad um, acid reflux right now. And I, <laughs> sorry, keep reading. Oh my gosh. The egg, so, when did Ooh. the upside end? Well, we had some eggnog. That was it. And that was it. Okay. So, uh, yep. So, the, it's a night, the movie is as old as I am a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. It debuted in 1973. If you want to watch it, you have to subscribe to Apple TV. Or you can watch it for free on November 18th and 19th for non-subscribers, which I believe is a terrific public service by the folks at Apple. Yes. Your second random thing for today is if you have credit card debt, don't feel alone because Americans now have record credit card debt. Over a trillion dollars on credit cards is now owed nationally. And that's according to a new report on household debt from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Um, Credit card balances spiked by over $150 billion year over year, and it's the largest increase this century. People were also later paying off their credit cards, and they are attributing that to like student loan payments and stuff like that. So essentially what they're saying is people are using credit cards just to get by right now. Of course, yeah. Um, and I feel like that's true. Like I had a, a friend message me about something that was like, oh my gosh, why is this so expensive and all this stuff? And then I turn on Sirius XM or TV or whatever. And all these talking heads are like, we're not in a recession. Everything's great. And I'm like, really? Because that's not the vibe I'm getting from my people. Uh, and your final random thing for today. Here are the top 10 dog names in the United States. I I'm love gonna, this list. I'm going to go from 10 to 1. Number 10, Bailey, Milo, Lucy, Buddy, Coco. Number 5 is Charlie, Number four is Daily. D-A-I-L-Y? Yep. Oh. Number three is Max. Number two is Luna. And the number one dog name in the United States right now is Bella. Sadie's not even breaking the top ten. And those are your three random things. You are strong. You are brave. You are kind. And you always belong here.